A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ladies and gentlemen, to Rule Rules Podcast. I'm your host, Raj Burns, which means that Jack isn't here and that we don't trust Seb. Seb, you are here. Um, how are you? Could have done without that quick dig in the ribs, but all right. Oh, it wasn't a dig, it was the truth. Um, Jack's not here because it's his birthday. He is 31 years old today. Um, so happy birthday to him. Um, he's been away in Edinburgh, is it? So he went he went somewhere foreign for his weekend away. Um <laughs> But it looks like he's enjoyed himself, so we hope he's had a very nice time. Um, how, what is it like being thirty-one, Seb? Yeah, as I said in, in the uh, in the chat group earlier, when I wished him a happy birthday and and gave some accompanying organ music, it's kind of um, I don't know. It's it's less of a blow than thirty because it's not a milestone. It's just kind of I think that's the thirty-one is the first year when you just think, oh well, I'm just on a sort of slow decline now. You've you've reached the top of the hill. And now you're sliding down the other side. That's a nice, cheery way to start the podcast, mate. Thanks for that. I'll, I'll, be, I'll look forward to that birthday in eight years' time. Oh, me and Jack will look forward to you having that birthday too, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> the way you're speaking, though, you'll have passed away by the time that I reach that <laughs> age. Um, touch wood, that doesn't happen, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah no, silly thanks. to speak like that. Um, you and Jack, though. This week, you met in real life. That's a in real life a turnout yeah. of this book. Me and Jack have done this podcast for nearly four years now, or something like that. And never so much as set eyes on the man in real life. We've been in the yeah. same same park for the same gig as as close as we've ever gotten, but we never managed to arrange ourselves to actually meet up for a hug and a kiss. But um, what um, what was it like? How was it? What, what did you do? Were it it was for the Fiorentina game. Yeah, well, um, Jack, obviously I met Jack between, um, we weren't sitting together for the game, but I met him, um, uh, I, I met him on the tube as we were travelling up, um, and we sort of, um, obviously walked down the high road. And um, Did you start at one end of the carriage and he was at the other? And... No, we, we had a bit of coordination, I just said, look, I will, you know, I'll be at Green Box Station at this time, and I'll try and be at one of the ends of the platform. I've got the red rails on my I have the rolled up newspaper and the carnation. <laughs> yeah. I um but yeah, it, it was actually it was quite a flawed plan because obviously we're meeting at six o'clock, which anyone familiar with the tube knows is not a great time to try and find someone on the tube platform. It's like sardines but in a tin at that time. It yeah. is a little bit, yeah. But we um we managed to find each other and you know, it was reassuring because Jack is just Jack. Jack is 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 what um I mean, we, 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 I suppose we should clarify. The way that you don't... put it in the chat group was Jack comes as presented. No, no, no. I said Jack translates it into real life. Oh, is that is that the phrasing yeah, you chose? Yeah, that is the phrase I use. No, no, no. Jack's, Jack's exactly as I wanted him to be. Um, and uh, I think I, we should clarify for the people listening that we, um, in addition to doing this podcast, we do spend an awful lot of time talking to each other, um, sort of outside of, outside of recording the three of us yeah and, um and so it's not just a kind of 
I don't know. We, we, it, it, beyond sort of actually meeting each other, we, we have a fair idea of what each other are like. Um, yeah, I'd imagine so. Yeah, so there were no surprises, and it was it was great. We um yeah we uh we just had a I real think that, life I think version that comes of the, off, doesn't it? the when, pod actually. When, really. when people listen to this, I think they understand that we sort of we know each other more than sort of free strangers that speak about. Yeah, we f- don't just log on to Skype once a week <laughs> yeah. for an hour and then log off and then not speak to each other in between. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I met uh, met Jack. Uh, I met Charlotte as well. That's Mrs. Trunk for those who don't know. Uh, and I met Billy T from Twitter actually very briefly. Which is fun, um, and uh, yeah, I, I, it was a shame I wasn't sitting with them. Um, Were you bit. sat on your ones? Or? Yeah, I was. Um, I was in the uh, West End upper. Um, sat with. Um, it's quite adorable. There was a mum bringing her son to, to football. For the oh, so, that, so that's to... an easy target for Seb. Seb straight in there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's that's like your type, isn't it? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, we we had we had a nice time. I enjoy making uh, you squirm far too much. Yeah, yeah, the, the, absolutely. Um, um, I'll let I'll you off though. Um, Thank you. We we can't start with Fiorentina because there was a game before that we lost to Crystal Palace in the FA Cup on Sunday or Saturday. Sunday, one um, nil at home. Pardew <laughs> got one over on us. Um, but we, we should have won that game by about 10, I think. I was, you know, the performance wasn't a, a concern for me. We were profligate, um, I think is probably the kindest way of, of saying the way in which we finished. Um, but they, they they essentially did a bit of a, a smash and grab on us. It was a, an incredibly poor passage of play all the way through uh, that led to their goal just before half-time and we we just didn't manage to get on terms. It was one of those where if you felt we, we got one, we would have got about, you know, four or five, wouldn't we? Yeah, I. it's interesting because I, I think you used the right word, profligate, because I heard after the game and during it, I heard words like unlucky and unfortunate and freak game and I don't really believe in those things. Um, no, I think I, I, I thought we were extraordinarily wasteful. There are terms that Redknapp sort of used to use, wasn't there? That's that's it, man. I I I I don't like them because they're excuses. Mm. And ultimately, we are. I I got sort of um, I got shouted at a little bit for saying this, but we we shouldn't be talking about being unlucky at home against Crystal Palace. You know, Crystal Palace side, you can't win. It can't be anybody. Um, as shown again yesterday. No, I don't think that was too harsh of a criticism either. I think you can, you can. I think it's very fair. We're a good team. Yeah, you I can think point. Our fan I think base you can start realizing that we are a good team, yeah. and, and with being a good team comes with, you know, not expectation or entitlement, but just, you know, a higher standard and. It's no longer good enough. I mean, you don't hear. You can point that out as well. You can you can point out that one nil losing at home to Crystal Palace, and and pointing out in a measured way is probably sort of more acceptable than sort of throwing your tide out of the pram if you um you know if over any old loss if it's sort of a if it's a measured response yeah then it's, it's not a you know it's not there, a knee jerk no, or a meltdown is it you weren't no not you weren't tweeting no, there was no um, out, not one brick or anything like that. no there were there were there were no tears but i mean i i just i found it a little bit hypocritical because this is something we've been laughing at arsenal about for years you know they're, they're kind of have all the ball, have all the chances, concede the one goal, lose the game thing. And we've had that fun. We've had our fun with them for a very long time. And then so, you know, when it comes to our turn and when when there is a game to be won and when you have chances and when you don't take those chances, that is still your responsibility. There's no such thing as a sort of a footballing god that you are at the mercy of. You 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 win games by, you know, making sure that you you 
you convert the opportunities you have and we didn't do that and that is that's a very valid criticism and it annoyed me because i um yeah well i don't i don't think i need to explain what annoyed me it did it was just it was it was going out of the fa cup it was going it was losing to an alan pardew team and it was losing to like you said it, the, the palace were hopeless i mean they they okay they they defended quite well and their goalkeeper was okay and you know, kind of things, and yes, they took their chance quite well, even though um, Michelle Vaughan should obviously have saved it. But it was just, that is not the way to go out of the FA Cup, and that is not the way. That is that is a sort of um, a result which was really irritatingly incongruous with the rest of our season. Um, and I, I'm not becoming one of these people that just demands winning and can't tolerate anything else. It just don't make the Redknapp excuses when we lose. You know, you say, well, we lost because of this, not because, oh, well, you know, it's out of our hands and beyond our control. That's wishy-washy mid-table Spurs nonsense. Um, yeah, so no, I, I've, I've semi-calmed down after that. Um, You've taken okay. your blood pressure tablets again, haven't you? I am. And, you know, the, the beta blockers and the Valium. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, it just, I, I just think that it's okay. And, it, it, you know, it's not a criticism of players necessarily or, or the manager or anything. It's just about saying, you know, Calling a spade we, are, a spade. we are good enough to hold it. Well, that's it. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're good enough to hold ourselves to that standard. You know, it's, um, you, you would never hear, well, actually, maybe you would hear Mourinho doing it, but you know, you, you, you know, if a, if an elite team lost, a, lost a game like that, a manager wouldn't come into the press conference afterwards, shrug her shoulders and just talk about luck. You know, he would ask for a response. It would be a wholly unacceptable result, and that Palace result was. On the flip side, there is a, a school of thinking. I'm, I'm sure that we're we're both not part of that was fairly happy with the way in which the game went because um, there is a feeling amongst a, a subset of fans um, that that says that you know, given the position we're in in the Premier League, um, dropping the cup competitions and sort of focusing solely on the league should be our, our tactic. It should be sort of minimising the amount of games we've got to play and, and sort of the cups don't matter as much as the league does. Um, and that's obviously flawed. I don't think we need to <laughs> analyse why why that's flawed. I because can't it's... stand that as an attitude. I just... I don't think I'd ever get to a place where I wanted the team to lose. No, and I there there, there are people who actively want um want Tottenham to lose in that sort of situation. So it's it's a very bizarre thing to sort of get your head around. But um given that the loss has come, is it okay to sort of you know, put in the fact that there are negatives there, the you know, the the fact that they didn't score when they should have done and the, the performance wasn't of the level of which they're they're able and capable of. Um, purely because they didn't convert chances. Um, they made enough of them, but they didn't convert any of them, which is sort of the point. Um, is it okay to accept that perhaps running the FA Cup, um, just avoiding that and, and having the Europa League in our back pocket is is maybe handy? After the fact, of course it is, mate, but that's after the fact, and that's a completely rational response. And, you know, it, that. but that's a... That's the... Um, uh, that's the silver lining that's not the kind of that's not the dominant thought process that i don't know i'm not saying that you're you're implying this but it should never be the dominant thought process that goes into any 90 minute game which is competitive you know if you lose the game and if you're if if, if it upsets you and if you're annoyed about it then maybe it is obviously absolutely fine to temper your irritation by recognizing that yes actually focusing on one competition or in our case two is probably going to be beneficial in the long run but um, 
I just didn't like the kind of, you know, I, I think what you're getting at and what I completely agree with is that I didn't really enjoy hearing kind of the, the you know, 70 minutes gone, oh, well, I hope we don't score kind of stuff. I just thought, really? You know, you, 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 you haven't won a cup for quite a long time now. And um, my mentality is that... Slowly you know, creeping yeah. towards 10 years. Well, that's it. It's a and I think time. we've got a, quite a proud record of winning a cup every decade, haven't we? So Yeah, but I also, I don't like losing to Palace. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I don't like Pardew. losing to Pardew because it's not, you know, it, we, we got knocked out by, you know, uh, is it, is it accept- Manchester City. Is it, then, is it acceptable to be elitist when you're playing an Alan Pardew side? Yes, of course, because I think that it's, you know, I, I think that's part of recognising what a good side we've become and, you know, how much work has gone into creating this team and, and the development of some of those individual players. I don't think there's, there's any arrogance in saying we are better than Crystal Palace because we are. I mean, it just line those teams, teams up against each other and, and you know, decide for yourself who should win those games. Okay. Um, and I, I, didn't, I didn't like the kind of, yeah... I didn't like how laissez-faire it all became and the sort of, oh, well, it's only luck. And, you know, a different day, we'd won 5-1. Yeah, it was a little bit, you know, a sports day, giving out participation yeah, medals. This, this is the FA Everybody Cup, really I, wins sort of thing, wasn't it? That's that's the thing. And, and look, I know I've, I've said some negative things about the FA Cup in the past. And <laughs> yeah, I maintain you, you that because I, I, I don't like the competition. But I still want us to win the competition because it's a cup. And if it's there to be won, we should win it. I'd rather we won it than any other team. Um, Especially Pardew. Yeah, moving... From on from the FA Cup before you have some some sort of aneurysm. Um, we had the Europa League, obviously, which we alluded to before because of your yeah. date with Jack beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, we beat Fiorentina quite comprehensively, and you know, I, I don't want to compare us directly to Barcelona because that's obviously absurd. But um, the way in which the, the sort of style and speed in which we did it reminded me of how they played against Arsenal away, which was sort of not even second gear of a car; it was sort of second gear of a push bike. They they, they just sort of did it almost in um, autopilot, and it seemed very easy. Um, is that the way in which it came across live in the flesh, or was that just a television thing? Um, I, I I would say we were very accomplished. I wouldn't. I I don't think we made it look easy. But then I I, I think that's a good thing. I think that um the the the, the common assessment of Tottenham is that you know we, we work very hard and and you know we are fitter than almost any side we play. And 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 while that's true, I think what what gets missed is um is the discipline we play with. Um, and we we worked incredibly hard to ensure that Fiorentina got nothing. And, and we, I think maybe we've come, become a little bit numb to that because it's what we see every game and, you know, it's what a lot of our success is built on. But I um, I didn't... It, it didn't come across as the kind of game... I mean, towards the end, yes, when after the second goal went in, Fiorentina sagged a little bit and they were quite clearly beaten. Um, and then, you know, it was, it was, it was kind of null and void. But I, I thought for the first hour... Um, I thought we we just ground them down, and it was kind of it was sort of I, I, it, it it might be a bit of a contradiction in terms, but it was sort of pleasingly attritional in a way. It was just denial of space, restriction of passing opportunities, and just a hell of a lot of pressing high up the pitch. And it was just it was it was um it, from I I was in the the upper tier of the West End, and obviously you, you get a fantastic view from there, um, and you really get to see you know, how much those players work, all 10 of them, and, you know, how 
how hard they are, how, 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 how sort of how disciplined they are. I was going to say um, how hard they are. Do they enjoy the game that much? They really, really enjoyed the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tight shots. Just, just, I just <laughs> oh, you're a child. Um, We've established I, that already from our yeah, chat from um, earlier. I um, it was just very impressive. It's just it looks like a well-oiled machine, and I um, I was I was saying to the lady next to me that uh, of course you were. The <laughs> uh, what a difference between this game, but between the, the two ties across you know the last twelve months and you know, and I know we and, had a very uh, good half an hour against Fiorentina last year, but um, we made them look really second rate, and 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 I stress that we made them look second rate. They're, they're they are not quite what they were, but we made them look far less than they actually are, and I, I was that was it was really satisfying. That's the word I use, satisfying. A satisfying win. Was that before or after after you asked her if she went there often? She was with her son. I was, no, I no, no. Don't do this. <laughs> don't do this. You make don't it sound this. as if I've got a gun to your head. Please, yeah, no. Don't do this. Um, figurative gun. Yeah. Um no, I was um I was very pleased with the performance. It was sort of it's almost as if it's uh, the narrative in in which sort of football is viewed in now, to have the same game played a year on, just as a sort of a measuring stick of um, of how far a club's progressed, and to sort of compare the two games and the way in which the ties went was um, was sort of the, the symmetry was was very neat and pleasing to somebody like me with OCD. It, it allows you to tie up yeah. loose ends in a in a very sort of satisfying manner. Um, I think you know the fact that Harry Kane didn't play, the fact that they, that didn't stop them creating chances, sort of alleviated a little bit of pressure. I think on on how many people had, including ourselves, had, had you know raised concerns over the fact that we only had one striker. Um, we should have uh, Clinton and G coming back soon, hopefully, which should um, you know mean that we've got somebody to bring on later on into a game. But you know, Chadley's been doing admirably in that sort of position as has Son. I thought Chadley did very well actually I, I, I know that he's not Kane and I know he's not really he can't offer that much as a he's not a striker time. at the end of the day he's no, playing he's that not. position he's, a, he's a, an advanced midfielder but he did pretty well I mean he didn't um, you know he's uh, it's his shot that was blocked in the build up to Lamella's goal and and he um, yeah he worked I mean he didn't do what Kane would have done on the ball but he worked as hard as Kane would have done without it which, given sort of the common criticisms of Chadley in the past, it was pleasing to see, because he he hasn't always been the the hardest working player. Okay, um, yeah, I I got distracted. We got uh, sent another tweet in, uh, a question, uh, but we're not ready for that yet. I apologise for not paying attention to you, Seb. That's usually what you do to me. Um, yeah. So it'd be hypocritical of me to... I did that to you once. I, you, I don't you, let you it go, mate. Of... We've, we've let this... We've established the fact that I am a, a hard taskmaster. A hard taskmaster, even. Jesus, if I can speak properly. Um, yeah. Um, what else have we got? We've got today's game then, haven't we? Swansea. Yeah. Uh, Swansea at home. Uh, on the back of Fiorentina. The first 45 minutes were... Vaguely reminiscent of the Crystal Palace game, weren't they? Yeah, you know what? I, I Jack was. I think Jack was still making his way back from Edinburgh, and he texted me at half time asking, "A, how do we look? And B, are we getting back into it?" And I just said it is exactly like Palace, and no, because it just had that feel to it, didn't it? Um, it did. It just, yeah, it felt too familiar. But then, um, happy to eat my words. I, I thought we. I thought we were. Out. It was one of the best second halves I've seen all season. I thought they were absolutely brilliant. We just hammered away at them and. Um, 
I was reading Alan Curtis's comments. I mean, Alan Curtis is still, and he, he's no longer Chelsea, uh, Swansea's head coach, but he's a kind of, he's still part of their coaching staff. And he said that um, he, he used the word relentless um, in relation to us, which I thought was very nice. Um, it's so always did, pleasing when you hear down. other people's because Kike Sanchez Flores was very yeah. complimentary and we all know how I feel about how that man looks yeah it's a very pure love yeah he yeah, he, yeah. he is by far the most handsome man in the Premier League either playing yeah. or managing just the way he matches his sartorial elegance with his gruff looks he, he sort of you know he looks as if he should be you know half naked on the front of a modern romance novel with just a, a sheet artfully draped across his midriff is uh is how i picture right, him in mate, mind let's let's wind you back in a little bit from this <laughs> <laughs> kike sanchez flores to me is what that single mother was to you in the stand it's no, 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 why do you have to turn it into something that it, it was I, it was just a friendly chat and it was just nice to, to talk to someone did about. you ask her for a number not at all no no did you no, already have a number not no, <laughs> no you're a cop <laughs> <laughs> you um, are a twat. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> um, anyway, second half, yeah, we were, we were brilliant. Um, Chadley came on and scored. Yeah, was a difference. I mean, um, great finish that, by the way. Yeah, that was that was uh, hasn't it's been it's gone a little bit underappreciated. As Jack but... said sarcastically on Twitter to give him his two cents, as I'm, as I'm sure he'd wish, um, he said sarcastically, but all he does is score. Mm. Which I think is, is an absurd sort uh, of. It's a very nice trait. Yeah, um, because it's it's wrong as well. He doesn't just score. He, no. the way in which he he works with the other players and creates room and sort of, he's a he's a system based player, isn't he? I, I remember. Yeah. Um, I think it was last season. I think at the Emirates where we drew one all and he scored. There was a very yeah. good piece by Michael Cox afterwards where he compared him to, not directly in terms of. Um, <laughs> Not directly in terms of uh, skill or, or talent, but in terms of the way in which he played within the system, to how Pedro worked at Barcelona, in that he sort of he did the things in an unflashy manner that allowed the players that were clearly better than he is to flourish. And I think that's a a point that was well made. Um, and he, he continues yeah, I to. Do I, so. I didn't listen to any of that, mate. I'm afraid because I used a word, a seri- uh, 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 two words there that I didn't want to hear. I, so I, I have I none. I have no. Time for your bitterness, Sebastian. Bitterness, it's just dislike. <laughs> um, um, but you, you've uh, you understand the point I'm making that he's he's probably better than he's given credit for. He's, he, yeah, no, of course. I, I, I and the fact that the, the fact that um, we we paid seven million for him, we 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 paid seven million for him in the same way that you know when you find fifty p on your pocket and you buy a chocolate yeah. bar with it just because it's a bonus, you know, it's it's an almost thoughtless purchase. Just because you've got the money available, it's it's more like actually, if you had a favourite chocolate bar that was better than all other chocolate bars, and somebody bought it from you forcefully, and then you used the money that you'd taken for the chocolate bar, in part on a lesser chocolate bar. I think you've taken that analogy and sort of destroyed it quite mm. heavy-handedly. Yeah, but I, what is your favourite chocolate bar, by the way? While we're on this topic oh uh good question um i i quite like a twirl that's quite nice oh um i'm not into sort of thick chocolate because i i i kind of i kind of like lighter stuff that'd be my wrestling name thick thick chocolate chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) no we've already established that my boxing name would be northern powerhouse no brown sugar 
because I would come into either Brown Sugar by D'Angelo or Brown Sugar by the Rolling Stones. Um, because I don't think you should come into Brown Sugar by the Rolling Stones because the lyrics might, <laughs> are questionable. The lyrics might, yeah, they, they might. Saying um, that Brown Sugar by D'Angelo is just, I think it's far too sexy a song to play before you... Uh, you get laughed into the ring, I think. If, uh, well, saying that, Scott, was it Scott Quigg came into the ring to Oasis? Yeah, yeah, that's that's not happening. And then um, Carl Frampton had uh, some weird Irish ditty before he dropped Jersey, um, which was strange. Um, but less about the boxing, um, and less about brown sugar as well. What did you, what did you say? Twirl. I quite like twirl. I, I'm not a big chocolate guy. I um... <laughs> no, but I am. <laughs> no, <it's not> because... <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah. yeah. Well done, Raj. It um, took me two bites at charity to get that joke right. Yeah, but you got it. You got it. In. We got that eventually. Also, once you finish editing the pod, you'll make your delivery seem a bit yeah, sicker it'll be than it really much was. Clean. It's like a work in yeah. progress tour yeah. for a comedian. <laughs> you'll record, re-record all your parts as you always do. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm on a little bit of a diet late uh, at the moment, so I'm kind of. Oh, what you I'm, want, I'm, kale and wheatgrass? No, mate. I just eat less. <laughs> it's not like I, it doesn't have a name. It's just don't be fat. That's all the diet is. Um. <laughs> Uh, but I, um, I think my yeah, favorite chocolate no. bar. I'm quite partial to a star bar, which yeah, I enjoy. nice, yeah. Because yeah, they've got, yeah. you know, when you, you've got chocolates which have nuts in, they're usually like, you know, small, like, poor excuses of a nut. I like the fact that it's a big chunky bastard, and you can yeah. properly know that it's a full peanut, and you're not being cheapskated out of a of a nut. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't really agree with chocolate and nuts and nuts and chocolate. I, I think no, the one that chocolate, I... and then you know you 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 buy nuts, whether they be like pistachios or peanuts or Brazil nuts, you know that you buy them separately. The one that offends me is uh, fruit and nut. Because um, yeah, fucking terrible yeah, never put bar. fruit in a chocolate. I mean, whole nut, no. fine. I agree with whole nut. I can get on board with whole nut. You can have chocolate covered raisins, but don't put fruit in a no. Yeah, fruit in chocolate is just an abomination. Whoever has fruit for dessert as well, they're, they're deviants in my book. It's not a dessert. It's sort of a, a healthy breakfast at best. But anyway, we, we've, we've, we've got far away from the point. We, we, I think we were talking about Swansea before this all started. We were talking about Chadley. Chadley. Yes, uh, we'll, we'll work yeah. our way back to Chadley eventually. Yeah, I, I think that yeah, the, the Michael Cox article that you referenced is... is uh, I don't remember reading it, um, but it sounds like it was right because I... I um, he he's like a sort of he's like one of those sort of universal components we can just be plugged in and and you know produce a pretty decent something somewhere and um he's and I think of a I, similar you know, level to i think anatovich at, at stoke i think uh, i think i, I, I think he, chadley's a better team player than anatovich yeah i think I, he is but i think if if he was given sort of the focus of a team of that level i mean if he made the yeah. move that was sort of uh, touted in his first season to swansea i think he would be their main focal point whereas oh, he's we talking about chadley yeah, yeah whereas sort of um you know that's the way in which Arnautovic can play because he's he's afforded that sort of um, star status at Stoke. Whereas if he was to come to Tottenham, um, he would be, you know, a functional team player. I think. No, so I think that's. I, I'm impressed by um, Chadley's attitude because he seems to. I think we've mentioned this. All before. of the Belgians, I would say. Yeah, they've got cracking attitude. I mean, uh, Vertonghen used to be quite questionable before when he, you know, during the, you know, 
the, the full fullback days and the, the Sherwood months. Yeah, and I, I, it's almost he, as if we've you know when you got put in the wrong team to do some working at school yeah, with all the yeah. kids you didn't like, and now we've yeah. put him in with his mates. He's happy as Larry. He seems it, and I I think they're all. I mean, they they all seem like good professionals. And Chadley, Chadley's a good footballer, and, and Chadley could be a uh, you know a week to week first teamer. Um, if he was to, you know, drop a few positions in the league or move to another country or, you know, but I, I admire someone that not only um, comes on, um, you know, as and when he's asked to, but doesn't show any kind of, he, he may he may very well be frustrated with with not being, um, with, with, you know, the, the few starts that he's given and, you know, having to be restricted to bench appearances, but he doesn't, he doesn't show and he's still contributing at a really high level. Um, and... Yeah, that's really pleasing. And the the work rate thing that we mentioned before, I, I think it's really pertinent because when he was in his first season, in his first full season, um, which I suppose was last because, you know, the, 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 his his debut year was a little bit um, stop-start because of injury. But he the knock against him was works hard, contributes a lot when we have the ball, drops off the play a little bit when we don't. And I think that's something that's really... I mean, he, he's got fitter and he's lost a bit of weight and... He just, um, yeah, I just, I, I, I just, you know, he has all the kind of the good superficial signs of, um, you know, of, of healthy application, which is great. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, uh, who else should we highlight from Saudi? I thought um, Danny Rose was exceptional, uh, who got the second goal. Are we, are we still doing today? Yeah, Hugo Lloris yeah. was. Lloris's save in the first half yeah. was, uh, you know, otherworldly. Yeah, again, as, as we always say, if that was David De Gea, documentary yeah would it'd be document uh, it'd be uh what do you call it he'd be nominated for best documentary at the and the oscars tonight yeah um the amount of times that'd be replayed but you know we weren't even on tv today which was odd um you thought bt would pick it up at you least know, our um our uh our game against west ham isn't on tv either it's fucking liverpool and man city again what we're... they're playing each other again immediately? yeah they're playing on wednesday night i am um, i'm actually trying to um Actually, if if anyone comes across, I, I I'm trying to find some tickets for Upton Park on Wednesday. So if anyone listening has any leads on that, let me know. Is that a single mother yeah. off? No, no, <laughs> no. Well, I I've got a um I've got a few West Ham supporting friends in London, and they're season ticket holders. So they're questionable people to keep company with. Yeah, well, no, I went to school with them. Um, Again, even more questionable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like, well, I, I don't know. They they they're good people, and um, I went to the um. I went to the three-two with them, you know the the, the game with um, Bale's thirty-yarder. Yeah. Um, uh, I went. I, they had a spare season ticket with uh, where the guy was usually sits next to him wasn't there, and I went along with them, and we had a good time, and I controlled myself, and I yeah, I, I kind of I, I do like football at Upton Park. Um, I prefer to be in our end, obviously, but if not, then uh, so be it. Yeah, we'll we'll see. They've, have they sold out uh, the West Ham? Yeah, location? at the moment it's completely sold out, and there's nothing. I mean, I I I talked to my friend, and he said, you know. Very low percentage, because obviously it's their cup final. Um, you know, it's and, their and final they, cup final. They, 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 they probably sold out for this game in like November last year. Um, last year, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's just it's always a good atmosphere there, and um, it's just it's an, obviously it's important. So, and I don't really rate my chance of getting tickets for the derby. So I figured um, Upton Park was a safer bet. What are you? Are you a member? Not anymore. No. Oh, I'm a, uh, I'm yeah. a member, so I I won't be making it down. So if you want me to have a have a have a dig for you, and then we can sort out the pennies afterwards, I'm, I'm more than happy to do that for you. Yeah, that'd be good. Well, yeah, we if uh, if there's anything available, then tell me, mate. Yeah, um, I'll, uh, I'll and, have a crack because um, uh, 
normally we're, we're a decent level of member as well, so we should um, should be able to have. A, although the, those tickets will have been on sale on God by now, won't they? Yeah, I can't. I can't believe that. Even even for sort of um, what what level of membership? In fact, this isn't a podcast. No, we'll we'll talk about this afterwards. <laughs> This is just a phone we, we chat. Talk, yeah, we talk about the We are level actually of, recording, let's remember. We talk about yeah. the level of infrastructure, uh, yeah, <laughs> the, well, the club right. tier. Are you a Lily White member or not? Yeah, <laughs> that, that, all that sort of corporate jargon. A junior dribbler? No, I, what was it? I was a junior spur last week. No, <laughs> when I was a kid, yeah. um, I was a junior spur. Um, where you got your packet and that way. Yeah. It was back before Chirpy looked like he was sort of a sinister murderer. Um I um I, I remember being um I you know I'm no longer a member so they they don't send me things like this but they um the club once sent me on my birthday along with the kind of like the the birthday card from um from Leslie King who probably signed it himself I expect no that's um, printed mate don't 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 <laughs> don't don't shatter the illusion they also sent me um they 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 they, they sent all this stuff like they had a DVD of of um like the five best games of the year and stuff and and they send it to me in this um in this packet which had uh a row of shirts in the dressing room and it, it was like modric and i think it there was fans of art there at the time and bale and in the middle they mocked it up with my name but my name is so long that it had kind of fallen off the end they'd done a really sloppy photoshop um it was a nice touch but i just thought you know come on you, you that didn't make me feel special it reminds me when feel um... unwelcome do you remember when Man United first signed Ruud van Nistelrooy? Uh, yeah. All the shirts were printed um, in the Premier League, um, were printed um, straight. So the names, like the templates and everything, everybody's yeah. name was printed, printed straight across the back, but you couldn't Before fit... they had the arch. Yeah, you couldn't fit van Nistelrooy shoulder to shoulder. So then that's when they invented the, the curved name across the back uh, of the yeah. shirt. Um, I'm still not sure how they ever got sort of Jan Venegor of Hesselink on the back of a Celtic shirt. Um, because I, I'm pretty sure they abbreviated it. Oh, that's not fun. Or or they went tiny, um, down to a tiny font. Because you can you can reduce the font. Oh, size. well, get the um, get the baby kit print out. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I don't know. I, I just, I, I think they kind of, you know, the, the thing is, is I think, if I was a, um, if I was a, you know, a, a relatively good Premier League player, the, the kind of player who, who let's suspend our disbelief for a moment. Yeah, <laughs> if, if I was, and I, and I would, you know, I was playing under my own name. Um, I'd like to think that I'd be someone that said, "All right, look, but I don't want parents spending a pound a letter and five quid a hyphen 
so that your child can get my name on the back of, of their shirt. You go, oh, I'll just you know put my initials on there or my first name or just abbreviate it a little bit. I just, Ugh, I think you, you'd want to be Seb. No, no. Well, I, I actually when um in my last year at school, we 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 had a yeah. This is going to be revealing, isn't it? Um, I um we went on tour to Japan and um we we all had our names on the back of the shirts and stuff and um I just I had to have my initials because it was you know it would have cost too much. <laughs> we never so, we we uh, our shirts at school were always uh, just numbers rather than names because uh, we always had to swap them about. Um, we never got. I never got my name on the back of a shirt ever at rugby, which was always annoying. I always managed to keep my shirt because it was my shirt, but I never. We never printed his names on because there was one famous incident at rugby which my old man still brings up when I think we were in like under sixteens or something, and uh, the coaches had mixed up the uh, the kit bags and we'd taken like the under elevens kit away, so we yeah. had no other option but to wear it, and we all looked like we were in bloody Saturday Night Fever oh, yeah, with these yeah. shorts coming up to. That's top of his thighs. It was a very questionable attire. Every school's had that problem at some point. We we had that. Uh, oh, this weren't school, mate. Ones. This was proper rugby. This was weekend oh, rugby. Proper, yeah. And okay. uh, yeah, we turned up with completely the wrong size of shirt for for you know kids that weren't our size. But you know what? I think it may. Have, I think we won that day, and it may have worked in our advantage that our shirts were so tight that they couldn't grab hold of us. Um, but again, we've we've gone completely off the topic. Also revealing that they didn't want to touch you. <laughs> yeah, especially when your shorts are that tight. You never know what you're grabbing. No. Um, no. As you pointed out earlier, with with pointing out how hard the Tottenham players were, um, we've we've got questions. Should we do questions? I think we've we've just yeah, about. Yeah, this was supposed to be quite short, wasn't it? It, it yeah. was supposed to be. Yeah, that was yeah. sort of the aim of the entire podcast three years ago. But we've never stuck to that. Um, mm. What's the uh, We've done Swansea. I don't think we've got anything else to speak about Swansea, have we? No. Well, let's leave. You know, let's leave the other games for when we're. Yeah, we'll we'll have a, we'll do the previews of West Ham and, and Arsenal next week, and it's Dortmund the week after, isn't it? so we'll I'm sure yeah. we'll find a German for that, um, or at least try to, because one of my favourite things we've ever done. I think it may have pre-dated you is when we spoke to the uh, um, Benfica fan, um, which is the last time we probably. Sp- played a club of this stature on the continent but um you, you know we're getting ahead of ourselves uh first question is from talk tottenham tactics who just says serial killer discussion please um is this because we spoke about like um the yorkshire ripper and fred and rose west and that before yeah we had that big oh we spoke then, about robert I, 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 this guy obviously didn't listen hard enough because we said we, we'd start a serial killer podcast we didn't <laughs> yeah we going. did which makes us seem quite weird, but like I yeah, I, I if you listen to that know. out of context, this is not the way to make this this pod. Wasn't shorter. like Martin O'Neill? Isn't he really obsessed with? Um, what's he obsessed with? Is it the um, is it the Kennedy assassination or something? Oh, who isn't obsessed with the Kennedy assassination? No, but no, like apparently Martin conspiracy. O'Neill like used to read like shitloads of books and stuff on it, like piles upon piles of it. Or um, I may not be that, but I'm sure Martin O'Neill's obsessed with something legal. Um, I may have got okay. the case wrong, but I know he's obsessed with something. Um, if anybody knows, I'm sure they'll tell us. Uh, as next question is from John Steggles, how sexy is it to be a Spurs fan right now? Ask me that in a couple of weeks. <laughs> you're, you're less confident. Ask, ask ask us that next week. Are you less like, confident now than you were before the uh, City game? No, no, I'm more confident, and, and hence I'm more nervous. Oh, I, that's not a correlation that I would make. Yeah, it, it is. I, I don't like. I feel so good about everything that I don't really trust it because I, I've never felt like this about Spurs ever. 
and I, I mean literally never. I've never felt as good about the team as I do now. And um, yeah, I I um I text and, uh, my. Uh... It scares me a little bit. It's like um, it's like I imagine the, the the first time you really fall in love, and you you kind of you worry about what might happen should your heart be broken and should you lose something like that in your life. And I, I feel a little bit like that about this. So that got very poetic then for a moment. So yeah, it's late at night though, mate. Isn't it? You know. He's sat by candlelight. I um I actually text my two of my scented co- candlelight. <laughs> I uh, I text two of my cousins earlier who were sort of like um we're so close we're almost like brothers. There's only sort of there's eighteen months between each of us, so there's you know I'm twenty three, one of them's twenty five, the other's twenty seven, and uh, the oldest is a United fan, the middle one's uh, an Arsenal fan. I'm obviously Spurs, and we've always had that ongoing sort of rivalry, um, almost jokingly um, as we've grown older and stuff uh about whose club's better and all that sort of thing it's always been the united fan that's had the supremacy and then me and the arsenal fan having you know especially over recent years having a bit of a, a closer discussion but i texted him earlier today after both games had finished and i went lads can we please acknowledge that this is the first time in any of our existences where tottenham have legitimately been the best team out of any, that any of us support yeah. and uh, the arsenal fan came straight back and went mate can can we not <laughs> that was that was that was the other part of what made today a perfect day just so such an insipid mess of a performance yeah jack's birthday so... beats beats the time that they sold gareth bale on my birthday <laughs> 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 and then sent me a birthday card a few days later with his face on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was i think that was my 21st it was a good year that <laughs> Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jack's had a good day. It was. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I obviously kind of. I had um, had the old two screens going for the football. But, yeah, um, yeah. I was obviously focusing on on our game a little bit, but I had. Um, uh, yeah, and I'll definitely be watching Arsenal's game in more detail later, just for the, for the lols. Rashford. Rashford is that guy. Yeah, great goal. Um, yeah. William Will Colwell, uh, ninety four. Uh, who is your favourite Brazilian attacking midfielder who plays for Chelsea? I don't know if that's sort of like a is that like a, a, a trick question? Are we supposed to like supposed to like admit some latent uh, love for Oscar? Or yeah, William or that's the only uh, two they've got now, isn't it? William or Oscar? Uh, yeah. Oh, have they got uh, what's the other one called? Um, well, Pato has gone. Well, he's a forward, isn't he? He's not really a. I don't know what he is. He's he's not even turned up yet, has he? Well, he's not really a player. Well, he, he has. He just he hasn't even been included on the bench yet. So I don't. It just that that deal just sounds. Well, like, well like I'm, I'm going to say my favourite is Pato just for, for for that reason and that reason alone. It's Pato. Okay. And I think he actually had the the reason he got sold from AC Milan, wasn't it? Because he was he was with Barbara Berlusconi and then wasn't with Barbara Berlusconi, and that's why they sold him because he'd sort of he'd he'd shit where he ate for want of a more delicate. <laughs> He'd he'd also stop scoring goals, which is a bit of an obstacle yeah. to, to life at AC Milan. But, um, it's sort of reminiscent of uh, isn't Aguero? Didn't Aguero have a kid with Maradona's daughter and then split up with her? Uh, something like that. But like Aguero, I think, is Maradona's godson. Um, isn't that? No, no, that's wrong. He no Aguero is is was yes Aguero has Messi's. A, a child I think Messi's god, god. Yeah, I think Messi's godfather too. No, you were right first time. Yeah. yeah. I think Messi's godfather to um, one of Aguero's kids. Um, and I think Aguero had a kid with Maradona's daughter, yeah. If that yeah. kid doesn't play football, well, then, you know, genetics. Yeah, are, that's, that's have... a pretty strong gene pool, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Maradona, Aguero, and Messi is your tutor. Yeah. 
If you like pick rugby, then you're gonna get <laughs> disowned. Or you just don't like sport and become an artist. Oh, can you imagine if being one of those guys? I, I really, I, I find it hard to trust people that say that I don't like sport. You know, because it's always your go-to first question with a bloke that you've never met before. Uh, who's your team or something like that? Not to get too nuts or zoo about it, but that is one of the you go-to are, you, sort you, of you, rescue you are questions. In a kind of nuts or zoo. Uh, direction with this but no I, I agree with you it's like when someone's like when you say to someone when you're having a conversation about music and you say oh what are you listening to now oh, i like a little bit of everything no 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 that just means you don't really you know um, I, I like what's in the chat i don't really follow a team i you know i watch the sport if it's on fuck off get out <laughs> yeah it's, it's one of those things that i always can't trust incredibly distrusting yeah you know, just thinking. Going, well, what, I mean, not to sound too boorish, but like, what, what, what do you do on? <laughs> what do you do? Well, in that, in that, all that free time, like when you know you're you're kind of alone and miserable, and you know you're too fucked to go and do anything properly. What do you What do you put on the TV? I mean, like documentary or something. Like, you know, yeah, but you yeah. can still watch documentaries and enjoy sport. I just I find that sort of yeah, but like you know, if if all of your sport time was filled with documentaries, wouldn't that be kind of weird but you know what's more strange than that is the people who are sort of um like aggressively anti-sport the people who just go like if you even like if football is brought up in a conversation or something like that they'll go oh it's just uh 10 blokes kicking a ball about and you sort of go you you, you don't you don't understand and they'll they'll be like they'll try and like belittle like fandom and things like oh why do you care about oh them? mate i don't don't get it when you start people people do that with what i do for a living yeah and it's, it's uh, i was i was telling one person the other day like, it was a, a sort of friend of um my stepmother's and she's like oh i i didn't know you you, you could earn a living out of that <laughs> right it's what, just, the internet <laughs> <laughs> you know football the, the probably football, the, one of the biggest entertainment you know, people, industries on the planet you know, articles, journalism, no, ring no bells. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah those people. Just I secretly that. suspect, Raj, that she was actually trying to, to belittle me because her uh, her son is between jobs at the moment. Oh, and, right. Uh, I think there was a, yeah. Lives in a basement. No, no, no. He, he's, um, his, uh, no, he doesn't. But he, um, <laughs> he left his job and uh, he, um, he hasn't found another one. It's been like six months. And so, um. <laughs> The person in question is is you know you know when someone has a, a weakness and their response to their weakness is to, to kind of oh yeah um to be exactly. overly fine with it mm. yeah she's one of them and uh, she was taking aim at me I was like well yeah okay she sounds like a fun lady yeah she's not no. um outlaw vape squad um <laughs> says uh. In your E2 versus Miller, who have you got? I imagine this is a question about the Oscars for best director. Um, so that's the Revenant. That's, this is just you, man. The Revenant. Have you, you've seen the Revenant, haven't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, um, I've seen the Revenant. Mad Max? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Well, who would you give best director to? Oh, Revenant. I mean, I, I, I thought Mad Max was great, but I, I didn't think it had the depth of the Revenant. I thought I, I just enjoyed it, and um, I didn't I didn't think it was... Um, I thought it was visually spectacular and extremely beautiful, but I thought there was a, a, a purity to The Revenant, which um, I thought I was just... It was, it's not my type of film, but I, I, I admired it. 
I'll put it that way. Okay, I agree. I think I think that's the way it's going to go as well. I don't think Miller's in with a, a shout personally. I've got a, um, one of my cousins in America, uh, no Canada. Sorry, um, it's all the same, isn't it? Um, yeah, <laughs> he's a he's a film. He's he's a, he's in his. I think he's similar sort of age to you. Um, he he went to film school and stuff like that. So he's a director and makes his own little short films and whatnot on the side. And uh, we have a every year we have a fifty pound bet based on English currency, not their monopoly money um and whoever loses has to give 50 pounds to the other one's charity and um it's always you know pretty close it's always you know it sort of changes hand in hand um so i always stay up and watch it so that we can uh we chat back and forth and sort of uh keep score on who's winning and things it makes it slightly more entertaining than uh just watching it for watching its sake uh but let's go to his next question Mr. Walker Porter, uh, Dyer or Ali to go to the Euros? Which one and why? Um, they're I, both good. Yeah, I know they're both. Is he asking if we only had to pick one, which one would go? Uh, that would make so. sense because I think they're both lock-ins for a position. Uh, is it a kind of who would be who would England benefit more from having? I don't know. It's just, that literally what I read out to you was the question. No, we'll, we'll, we're going to uh, we're going to send we're going to toss that question back and uh, yeah, you know, expand to, on to it. Try harder. Yeah, we, not try wheel. harder. Just yes, you, try harder. If just you email more... us and expand on it, then uh, <laughs> then we'll uh, then we'll we'll talk about it in more we'll depth. Talk about it I think both of them will go, um, but I don't think that's the point of the question. Um, he also sends another one and says, "If you could rewatch like you'd never watched a TV show, film, what would it be?" The Wire. Um, still not got around to that. I've still not got enough time. Yeah, that is that is a real hole in your credibility, Roger. You've got to do it. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Um, it'd be one of those where it has sort of a a twist in it. The one the ones that sort of fuck you up at the end. Uh, something like Seven or Memento. Oh, Seven was good. Yeah. Memento. Um, what else is there with a big twist at the end that you sort of? Um, uh, uh, the village had a <laughs> twist at the end. <laughs> M Night Shyamalan. Um, his obligatory ridiculous big twist world altering twist yeah, yeah. He, which he, you never see coming <laughs> <laughs> yeah he had some awful awful uh, awful films after that I think that may have been one of his last acceptable I quite like the, the Village I think it's quite well made is that the one where they were sort of like uh, Amish and then it yeah, and it transpired that they're the, actually living yeah, in. in the well, they, they weren't supposed to be Amish. They 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 were they lived as as if in you know a, a kind of the um, oldie times, the oldie times, and then it bath. You know, they, they, yeah, and um, and <laughs> uh, yeah, one. it was it was fun. Good film that. Um, Salen Hussein. I apologise if I said the name wrong. Do you know how it's Chalen? Okay. Um, if he were nominated for best actor, what would Seb SB wear for the evening? It's top and tails, mate. You've got your top hat and your evening gown, yep. and you know, pull the old uniform out. Yeah, I've got that in my cupboard. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it probably yep. still fits. Is it a bit snug these days? You know, I had to. Uh, <laughs> you don't know. I it. haven't. I mean, I my mother has it. I don't have it. Um, but I um, I had to put it on a few years after. After it, after its purpose had expired for a wedding, and um, that was a very snug day. Let's put it that way. I thought you were going to say some sort of like um, role play. No, 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 no. It was um, no, that wouldn't fit anymore. But it's um, <laughs> no. We'll leave that one there. That's not even something I want to joke about. No. Um, 
Sean Gormley, uh, among all of the Leo deserves an Oscar campaign, do you think there's a specific role he should have won for before? There's a few in there. Good question. There's a few. I think he was very good in The Departed. Uh, yeah, I think The Departed was overrated as a film, though. I, I don't think you are. I agree with that, but I don't think he was overrated no. in it. Catch Me If You Can, Aviator. Yeah, it was good. Aviator was very good. Um, it was even, I would even say he was better in Wolf of Wall Street than The Revenant, even though that's probably not as good a film as The Revenant. Mm, he had more know, to do. He was funnier, but he, I, I, I mean, I, I don't think he was particularly good in The Revenant. I, I think he, I think he was maybe even better in, um, uh, in Gatsby. I thought he played Jay Gatsby pretty well. I didn't enjoy no. Gatsby. I, I don't like Baz Luhrmann. You just don't. You don't like Tobey Maguire. I, I really hate Tobey Maguire. You, I, I like that you remember my hatred of Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Tobey Maguire doesn't act. Tobey Maguire is just Tobey Maguire, and I want to punch him. Um, I, no, um, I like the source material for the Gatsby, but um, Baz Luhrmann just disagrees with me on some sort of fundamental level. Um, I've never enjoyed anything. My mum loves that Moulin Rouge film he made, and that genuinely makes me come out in hives whenever it's anywhere near the television screen. I don't like musicals as a rule. (laughs) Unless Disney um, make it, and it's sort of The Lion King. Yeah, that's different, like like Robin Hood or something. That that was fun when I was was a boy, but like... It's the expressions people have on their faces when they sing in musicals. I just want to breathe through the You know, one of the strangest experiences of my life is uh, my family once went on a family night out to go and see um, Phantom of the Opera. And they all loved it. They were like, oh, yeah, this is cracking. I came out. I I didn't follow the narrative. Every time they had four lines of dialogue, a song happened. So I don't know what just happened. Why why was he singing? What actually happened? I mean... A song happened. I mean, (laughs) although my accent sounds the way it does, I'm not uncultured or sort of, you know, know, uh, unintelligent person. But genuinely, I, I couldn't follow... (laughs) <laughs> for the life of me what just happened in that sort of the piece of art that that was the musical it was just sort of i sat there with a, a very bemused expression on my face for the best part of three hours sort of wishing that it would finish already so that i could ask what i've just watched yeah uh, no I, I think exactly the same i can't that i came out and they were like oh but did you not see that he was pained and things i thought no because it oh, all he ever no. said was sort of three lines and then he'd bust into another song and how the yeah. fuck am i supposed to know what just happened yeah exactly right mate um you tell you tell those musicals where to go <laughs> it's probably the most yorkshire i've ever been on the podcast yeah. what are these musicals about these new <laughs> these newfangled <laughs> musical things they've got um <laughs> Mr. Walker Potter with his third. He's having a busy Sunday night, isn't he? Uh, I don't mean to take the piss out of him. I've just done it you. Uh, what invention you could have invented, what would it be? If you could invent something that isn't invented, that's invented and sort of claim this sort of ownership over it, I think is what he's saying. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know. Like electricity? I, I don't know. <laughs> One I mean, of the big that'd ones. That would be pretty cool. Penicillin would be nice. Shall I tell you one that I, I I actually want to invent, and this is a very again the seed drill. No, I, I, you know, it's I, a very uh, it's a very um, sort of a 
uh, unique thing is um, when I make a cup of tea, I use two tea, <laughs> I use two teaspoons because I use I lift out the tea bag with one and then I drain the tea bag with the other on top because I don't like it when you put a soppy tea bag somewhere else. <laughs> so I've often talked about like welding two teaspoons together and sort of puncturing holes in the bottom one to create a sort of a purpose-built teaspoon drainer. Um, so if if I could invent that and sort of take it to Dragon's Den, that would be my 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 invention. Because our dishwasher Peter Jones would tell you absolutely to fuck off with that invention. <laughs> I think I'd throw spoons at him welded together. Um, Theopathetus would just laugh in your face. I don't think they're on it anymore. It's some weirdos now. But no, oh, okay. I think there's more people. I mean, that just might be me and my weird tea making habits. But I always feel the tea tastes nicer if you've strained it because it's a bit stronger, and uh, you don't get that sloppy mess in your bin afterwards. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's my invention. The tea strainer um, is, is my invention. So that is the thing you'd most like, not not electricity <laughs> or penicillin <laughs> or, you know, flight perhaps, uh, or I don't know, some kind of smelting process that you'd, a tea draining. Yes. That, that, is, that is your Everest. That would, that would benefit that my would life mean, more than If that else. was to happen to you tomorrow, I mean, that's something you I would could just probably, retire. So, just, something I could probably knock him on my garage. Fucking hell, you're Northern. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could Such probably, if Yorkshire I, answer. I could buy a 10 pack of teaspoons tomorrow and make five <laughs> of them if I wanted to. But it's just something that, I I dream a dream, Seven. It's not a it's not a very complex dream. So one one day it's just going to be me and Jack on this pod with the announcement that Raj has quit to pursue <laughs> his teaspoon dreams. His teaspoon dreams. Jesus. I think okay. I think we're going to have to call it episode teen, teaspoon dreams, aren't we? Yeah. Oh dear. Um, I think these are the last few questions now. Hopefully that none none will show me up to be the simpleton that I clearly am. Um, Dominic Garcia. Uh, Steph Curry, is he going to be the bas- best basketball player ever? Uh, have you got any opinions on Steph Curry, Seb? Uh, no, I know a little bit about basketball history. I, I'm, I'm quite in, I'm into my American sports in a sort of history studying way. And um, yeah. Have you ever read Bill Simmons' book of basketball? No, I don't read it. I watch documentaries on it. All right. Um, and um, so I, I, I kind of, um, I know my Magic Johnson from my Wilt Chamberlain. Um, I don't, I, I don't know enough about um, Steph Curry to answer that. I think he's, uh, he's, probably already the best shooter that has ever played in the NBA. Has okay. probably ever walked the earth. The best player ever is a completely different conversation. I think he'd have to maintain the sort of level that he's currently playing at for another five, six years uh, or four, five years, something like that. It's a, a long period of time to sustain that level for a long period of time. Sort of it, it, what watching him now, Seb, currently reminds you of is, you know, when... Lionel Messi does something ridiculous and you almost shrug it off because he always does something ridiculous. But if sort of, if, if Chadley or Delia Lee was to do it tomorrow, you would, you couldn't stop talking about it because it's, it's sort of remarkable, but because it's him and he's sort of, he's so good. You become desensitized. Yeah. He's so good that he's almost created his own context through which to be viewed from. Um, That's what Steph Curry is like now. He, he takes shots from sort of, (laughs) <laughs> sort of 40 feet away without really looking at it anymore and it's you know it's ridiculous with which you know the the ease that he shoots a basketball um and you almost you almost expect it which is uh ridiculous there's um if you if you look at um some footage from the all-star game that just happened a few weeks ago 
he's got the ball in the last few seconds and he's literally stood in the corner of sort of halfway in the um, and out of bounds and the entire stadium even though the game is won and he's sort of sort of sportingly bouncing the ball and out and sort of counting the time out the entire stadium erupts and demands him to shoot from where he stands and does <laughs> with pinpoint accuracy and you know there's every other player the best players in the league are all stood around him and they just sort of look at him as if he's a freak um and yeah, I think he's uh, he's on his way, but he has to do it for a sustained amount of time. It's- I think greatness. I think uh, the players. Um, I mean, I, especially seemingly in American culture, like the treat great seem always to be to, uh, assessed as as those who have changed the game they play in some way. So it's a kind of. I think he has, you know, um, oh, okay. because right. um, in a sort of Julius Irving way, you know, yeah. in the way that Lawrence Taylor changed linebacking in the NFL forever and changed the way teams defend, oh, changed the way teams line up their offensive line. And it, you know, it, it's a kind of, um, yeah, great. I, I kind of, I, I like that. Having your of, own Christ turn. That's the thing. You, you, you create a sort of quantum leap mm. in the sport you play in. And I, I think, um, yeah, that's probably the easiest way to, the judge I think he's probably um, he's probably know. the leading figure in sort of the the three point revolution that's currently happening because there's there's been no point in the game before where people have sort of shot from the range as they are with sort of the regularity and consistency that they do now and it's sort of a, a shift in sort of the paradigm through which the game is played and tactically it's changed because of that entire Golden State team um, but it's a conversation for another time. Um, Samuel Owens, no matter how the season's end, with Man City getting pep and Chelsea likely to strengthen, will we challenge next year? No, 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 let's not do that yet. That's that's an end of season conversation. Let's just enjoy the here and now, I think. Okay. Um I agree. And let's wrap it up actually, because uh You wanna go to bed? some work to do. No, but I wanna wanna watch match today. Okay. Um let me give you a couple more just because people send the questions and I don't wanna we'll we'll do them quickly. Well, well we we okay, well we could keep some for this week. Uh, no, we'll we'll just crack through, mate. We'll do it. I'll give you I'll give you five minutes and we'll crack through. We'll just finish it off. Oh, um, overlooked and underrated films or performances uh, that were not nominated for an Oscar that you really rated. Is there anything for you this year? Yeah, I don't even know what's been, what's been nominated. <laughs> that's that's one for you, mate. That question. Um, I would really have liked to have seen Inside Out win Best Picture. Um, because I really enjoyed that film and really liked it. And uh, I think Ex Machina could have probably got more props than it did. Um, there's another one here that's about films. Um, you can answer this one then. What were your best and worst films of the year? Uh, that's from Johnny Walk, Zach. Okay. Um, hmm. um, well, the, the the best stylistically was The Revenant. I thought that was, that was pretty mesmerising. Uh, I quite enjoyed Joy, actually. Um, I was kind of forced to go to it by a friend. Um, but, uh, we, I did, did have fun there. Um, I haven't seen anything bad this year. Um, honestly. Okay. I mean, it is only February, so... Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um... And I don't go to the cinema habitually. I mean, I, I go if there's something I really want to see and if I'm you know, convinced it's going to be worth my time. I'm not, I'm not someone that goes four times a week, so yeah. you know, my, my exposure to bad films is pretty minimal. Yeah, fair enough. Um, does Vertonghen replace Wimmer straight away when he's back from injury? Yep, yes, yes. Yes, but Kevin Wimmer does take a lot of credit. Yeah, well done, Kevin Wimmer, absolutely. But, uh, I mean, and maybe in the future he will be a Jan Vertonghen-caliber player, but at the moment he's not. And and um, Vertonghen is, 
yeah, Vertonghen belongs in that position, and it is his. So I really want to listen to you answer this next question, Seb. Um, yeah. Break down the new Kanye West album and read some of Kanye's tweets. Couldn't possibly care less about Kanye West. You don't like Kanye? I don't. No, it's not. That I don't like him. I, I don't care about him. I don't have an opinion one way or the other. You, but then. you like hip hop though. And this is me taking the pitch. You genuinely do like him. Uh, yeah, I do. But I, I, um, uh, and I, I, I do like a little bit of Kanye West's earlier music. But I, I, I tuned out a long time ago, mate. So I, I don't. Um... Is it his personality that's put you off? No, no, no. I don't care about his personality. I mean, he's, he's. Uh, I, I, I just. What I will say. The thing is, is I don't really want to give an opinion because, yes, I, you know, I listen to a bit of hip hop, but not in, you know, not enough for me to have a credible opinion on, you know, his impact on the industry or anything like that. So, um, yeah, no, my my opinion doesn't really have any any credibility. Um, for me, this new record is the first record that's just a a record. It's not him trying to make a statement or anything. Um, there's a few really standout tracks. Um, I think Father Stretch My Hands Part One. Um, I quite enjoy sort of the cockiness of Famous, regardless of the uh, the problematic lyrics, feedback, uh, highlights. Uh, I like Fuck My Life as well. Um, Real Friends, Know My Parties in LA and Fade, I think off the top of my head are my favourite tracks on the album. Um, but I think it's just, you know, it's, it's Kanye doing Kanye. And um, if you sort of ignore the fact that he's occasionally a dick, um, you can probably uh, enjoy his music a little bit more. What, what, what I will say about him, actually, is that you're gonna think... you're gonna vote for him as president in 2020. No, because I don't have a vote. Um, but <laughs> and if you uh, would, I, you'd I, be don't, I don't Trump. think I don't, I don't think it's anyone ever an artist's place to proclaim himself a genius. Do you not ever. think that's sort of the fun part of him, though? The fact that he's, yeah, he's almost it, it, an it anti-hero. Is. Yeah, but I don't think he intends it that way. Oh no, he's a complete. He's a he's a nutcase. But he, I, I just, I remember there was a, yeah, I, I just, I, I, yeah, that, that I don't, that turns me off a little if bit. If Kanye is listening, I would quite like a pair of the Yeezy 350 Boosts, um, possibly the Moon Rock ones. I don't like the Pirate Black ones, but any of the others will do. Size 11 UK, happy days. Um, yeah, yeah, you expect those in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, they'll be in the post. He's, he's there scribbling away a Huddersfield address now. Raj, Karoff, rule the roost. <laughs> <laughs> Via Kanye. Um, Probably uh, bring them to yourself, mate. Like, you'll just be, you'll wake up one morning, still have your dressing gown on, your doorbell will go, and then all of a sudden, Kanye West with a pair of massive headphones for you. I've got, that will I've, happen. I've already got massive headphones. I don't need Kanye. I don't need Kanye. Yeah, but Kanye West didn't deliver them to you. You went and bought them for yourself. No, I didn't. I got given them. But that's okay. a story for another day. Um... It does sound interesting. Yeah, it's it's a, it's the bonus of doing what we do. So occasionally companies send you free things, um, right? I th- nobody, nobody's ever sent me free anything. Oh really? No, you're I'm not doing writing. You... I, 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 I might leave football behind and start writing about stuff that you know. Yeah, people let you into things to... for free and stuff. Yeah, you know, like give me, yeah, send me something. <laughs> send no, me something. don't, don't, don't. I don't want the people send me. To send me weird stuff. And you'll get like Viagra and things if people listen to this podcast, and oh, yeah. you'll get all sorts of things. A walking stick, <laughs> stuff uh, like that. Yeah, a woolly hat, some Rogaine. Yeah, I, I don't mean to be mean to you, so you know it's all love. I do mean, yeah. <laughs>
Um, what do we? Uh, that's about it now, isn't it? Do, shall we just? Uh, shall we sack it off? Yeah, I think so. Well, that's going, not too bad for a Sunday night, that was, is it? That's pretty good. Yeah, I think we've, we've done uh, after, an hour. After so. being lazy this week and not managed to... Well, we well, weren't really... Well, we, we weren't lazy, though, were we, Raj? I mean, in, 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 in fairness, we were going to record it and then you larged it on Wednesday night and slept through the Thursday morning pod. Yeah, that, that, was, that wasn't clever of me. I apologise. Well, we never, we never record at 9am. And if I go out the night before, I'm not going to be up at 9am the day after. Yeah, but then you, we, we planned to record it at 6 o'clock the day before. And then you said, no, 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 no. If we record it at 9 o'clock, it will get me to my desk in good time. I like that. And you were all for it. And then and then you didn't even cancel. You just slept until 11. <laughs> plans change, Chef. Plans change. Yeah, this is what uh, happened when you work with the youth. Um, you have to be on your toes. Uncontrollable, all mate. Like you just... You, you're you're a loose cannon. Yeah, I, I try and present myself as the most organised one of all of us, but I'm the enfant terrible of the Rulery's family. Yeah, that's the one. Um, if you want to listen to uh, old episodes of the podcast, um, you can do rtrpod.com. If you want to email us, there's an email address. If you want to send us questions and shit, do it there. Twitter account rtr underscore pod. Um, that's about it. Isn't it? We don't need to say anything else do you want to say goodbye Seb I don't like saying goodbye okay goodbye everybody do it with a bit more feeling no no it's it's a Sunday night that's as much feeling as I've got (laughs) alright see you later mate Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 